The following podcast is a Rotten Corpse Radio production. Welcome one, welcome all to yet another edition of our stupid opinions of the Rotten Corpse Radio podcast. <laughs> only, only at RottenCorpseRadio.com. Dick here. It's Ryan. Join. Stop, bro. Yeah, we got it. Yep. It's the regulars. Don't worry. We're still if here. If they still are listening, they know. And if not, it's all a surprise. Like, who are these fucker guys? And if what they're the- a new person, there's somebody who really got really high and just started doing shit on the internet. Who are these guys, brah? Yeah. These are guys that love Victor Crowley. That's who. Yep. And we are here to talk about Victor Crowley. Um, before we get to that, though... Um, Sadly not knowing that this came out in October. Oh, shit, right? Um, before we get to it... Um, the month of February is Black History Month, and one of the things... Oh, White Guilt Month? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, if I remember right, Victor Crowley is born Isn't a fucking... Isn't that American history, not really black history? It's a part of American history. Uh, yeah, it's a part of American history. Okay, what side is Morgan Freeman here, dude? That's American history. Actually, you know, I saw probably the most fucked up and funny thing on the internet. It just showed... It's not It's not meant to be funny, but I just thought it was... They had this, like, timeline. It was, like, it's just titled Black History Month, and it basically shows what years there were slaves, what years there were in... Segre- there was segregation, and then now. And then it shows the time of now and segregation are almost equal as far as, like, timeline, but the, the time they were, you know... The time people of um, African descent were of slave were slaves. Of slave descent, yes. Yeah. The fucking timeline was just huge, and you know it's kind of like when uh, you celebrate American history, and the only thing you can say was the rape and ruin of Indians. You know, it's just like I don't know. It just feels like you want to celebrate something positive. The black man has been screwed, but he has no right to compare or even bitch as much as the red man. True. That's another line of Morgan Freeman, along with the American history. So, if you have a problem with it and you're black, well, then you hate Morgan Freeman, and that's your problem. Um, if you hate Morgan Freeman, you hate his freckles. No shit. Of course, perfect diction. Exactly. And if I offended you, I don't really fucking care. Everybody's offended by everything nowadays. And Ridiculous. And I don't know if this offends black people or not, but... It's also Women in Horror Month in February, so... Oh, that's yeah. so very true! Yeah, and I think the, um, I don't know, it's kind of like... Is it, why that one woman doing the movement, it has a sexual harassment suit again there? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything, but... You know, I mean, speaking, you can almost combine the two, because, like, 
I'm, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, how come there are no really, you know, there are no, you know, we can celebrate women in horror. We can celebrate Black, Black History Month. I don't know. But we can't celebrate Women Horrors Month. Not horrors, horrors. Oh, horrors. <laughs> um, I want a month where we celebrate horrors. The thing is, though, it's like... They deserve their celebration. There have been a lot of, like, uh... The fact that there have been a lot of, like, horror anthologies to come out, but none of them really of the perspective of people of color. And I always thought that was kind of that was kind of interesting. I mean, and I found, I was looking around on the internet. Because there are not enough people of color and, like, truthfully breaking the mold on on the horror industry. Other than the, other than Jordan Peele. Yeah, he did very well this yeah. year. He got, what, nominated for four Oscars? Yeah. But there there are others, don't get me wrong. It's not like we're not saying there's not black culture in horror society, but... I mean, tells me the hood. No, I'm talking about, like, you know... Bones. Not just that shit, that stereotypical black kind of horror... You know, the, yeah, like, in the, the kind hood of and horrific and, and rag dolls. Yeah, like <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love fucking those tales. I, I'll always love that. It's like black tales from the crypt, you know. Hood of horror. Yeah, I know. That's, that's great stuff. I love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. And we're probably coming off sounding like racists, but it's true. Um, but the thing is, there's never really been a full-on just movie, you know, from that perspective, and not just like. And not in the negative either. I mean, there was a. I looked up this one movie. It's called Seven Magpies. It's basically. It's basically these like, short urban, you know, like like urban uh, horror stories, all taught, you know, all told from you know the, uh, African American perspective, and it's neat because, Ray Dong Chong was actually. In that fucking project, she was one of the directors. Um, this movie hasn't been made. It's still kind of in whip. Um, they're still just waiting for funding. Why can't this movie be made? You know, and it should be. Um, the concept is fucking cool, and it just should be. And so that would be, to me, the perfect celebration of women in horror and fucking Black History Month. Uh, Alan and Albert Hughes are they're the. I would love to see them do horror. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're the two twins that did From Hell, two uh, black directors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I'd love to see them give like, horror a shot because, you know, From Hell had some horrific moments. Yeah, it's based on based on Jack, Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper, my hero, by the way. Yep. Um, one of my infatuations. I'm not going to say he's one of my heroes. That's not a yeah. lie. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking, um, what was the other uh, thing? Uh, I guess, like, Jordan Peele's considering making a fucking second Get Out. If he doesn't just make a sequel to Get Out, it would just be cool to see him make another... Traditional horror. Yeah. Like an old school fucking movie. And that was the other thing, too. It's like, um, I, I was... Well, uh, I just see uh, him as more as a suspenseful, twisty writer. Like M. Night Shyamalan with talent, you know? I guess another thing that got announced um, recently, I thought this was hilarious. You know, we're going in the whole direction of racism now. Um, <laughs> Even though we're doing... Podcast about something completely different, but yeah. that's fine. Oh, uh, well. But anyway, fucking, uh, I guess apparently Don Mancini came out and announced there's like two things that got announced in the oh, world. He's gay? In the world of Child's Play. Oh, okay. So Don Mancini is the creator of uh, the, the, the Chucky series. Apparently, he's talking 
child Chucky in World War Two. How? Does he travel time? Does he travel time? What drugs is he on? Can I have some? I mean, I know the other one was Chucky in space. That was another one that was like joked about. Um, but apparently, the other thing. No, he, the only no. Like space is bad for us. There's like one in ten horror movies that do space, and they're decent. And it was it was Jason X. I know. <laughs> that was it. Ate our words on. We utterly and yeah. completely ate our words on that movie. So, aside from. Chucky in World War II, which is even more further outside of the box than you can get. Um, he's also talking a Child's Play television series. Oh, God. That Brad Dorif would come back and voice. Oh, man. I just don't know. I mean, I like Cold of Chucky. I thought it was funny. It wasn't great, but it was funny. And I just, I don't know, man. I just don't see it. But not not going to TV because they keep talking about all these different movies, old school films that they're trying to make into TV shows. It's like no, just don't. It doesn't need to be extended. It just needs to be told once, okay? But um, speaking of like just great horror and just weird shit, we just sat down and watched the movie Victor Crowley. The and it wasn't the best one. Nope, but it's not terrible, and it's entertaining. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, you know... Especially for old school horror fans who love seeing iconic horror actors get murdered in other horror movies. Yep. And that's the main reason I love, absolutely love The Hatchet. Yeah. Um, All the way through, they always have, like, such a really great, like, fucking cast. Um, And a lot of people who are just, like, horror icons, you know, who just make, make these cameo appearances and... Um, first I'll say that <clears throat> this movie has probably one of the more interesting cameos I've seen in a horror film lately. Hmm. And it's Felicia Rose. Felicia Rose has to be probably the most interesting thing I've seen in a movie in a while. Because it's just like you didn't expect it. And the, the, thing, the thing I got the biggest kick out of with Felicia Rose's um, appearance in this movie is the fact that one we are not hearing her real voice at all this is the fourth movie I've seen or third movie movie I've seen her in where she just doesn't use her regular uh, her regular speaking voice it's the first movie Sleepaway Camp she's quiet she didn't say a word the whole fucking thing. Except for that weird noise, you know, that whole, like, uh, the, the really weird noise that she ends up making. Which I won't do right now because we'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, Sleepaway Camp 4. Return to Sleepaway Camp. She plays a dude. She plays a dude. A dude cop. And she's got this, like, dude country accent going on. It's really, really funny. And even though that movie sucked, it made your ass off. And in this film, she's got the whole fucking, like, Staten Island fucking princess fucking... You actually get to hear a real voice. Kinda. I mean... She 
she might have some. She might have a voice kind of like that. But I mean, I've I've heard her in interviews. She doesn't really sound like like that that exaggerated. But it's super funny, you know. It's just the fact she's just doing another really weird character, and I kind of want to see more of that of her. You know, I'm just gonna start looking at different movies she's been in just to see how many variations of weird voice. Um, another cameo in this movie is Tyler Maine. The very Didn't even recognize him. Nope. He just gets killed so fucking quick, you know? It's like... What about the guy from uh, the new uh, Mystery Science Theater 2000 guy at the beginning? Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah the, jo- the kiss. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah, Jonah Ray. At the beginning, it was 1964. Two kids out in a boat. Guy's gonna fucking... Uh, whatever, to the girl. Yeah. What's that shit called? The guy's doing something really stupid. Oh, yeah, proposing. Proposing. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it was anyways, he proposes to her. She's crying and snot everywhere, dude. It kind of, was so hilarious. It's kind of a repeat from the first movie, too, because it's the first time in a while we've had a, a comedian in the movie. Partway in, we get to see a little cameo from Adam Green. And I love these cameos. They're just fun. His cameo in this movie is fucking great. This is your captain speaking. Uh, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, that stole the fucking movie for me. Like, they almost stole the movie. Just with that one thing. Can't believe they consider M. Night Shyamalan a horror director. I mean, they horror- put him on uh, number four as the top 15 horror directors right now. Well, and he- they put him above Rob Zombie, Alexander, uh, Alexandre Aja, Whoa. Takashi Miki. What? They put him above all of those. Uh, no, he... No, he's not... I'm reading the top 15 of whatever site this is, Van Wheatley. Um, first off... Guillermo del Toro is number two. Who's number one? James Wan. What? James Wan. Yeah, the top 15 young horror directors. I just kind of Googled it just for the fuck of it. I guess. I mean, you can throw James Wan in that top ten. Jeremy Salmer's fifteen. Mike Flanagan's fourteen. He did some new weird Netflix show where, like, they're doing. Uh, just check out. Um, what about um? Shit. Uh, Eli Roth is thirteen. What? He's one of the best. Kayoshi Kurosawa, Kuru, Kurosawa, Kurosawa, whatever. Probably had it right the first time, yeah. Adam Wingard. Oh, Adam Wingard? Yeah. Ty West. Yep. Kashimiki's number nine. What? Gore Verbinski, who did Pirates of Motherfucking Caribbean. Number eight. Why? Because he did The Ring. That's it? Uh, blah, 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 the ring, blah, 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 bl
15 best horror directors of the 21st century. They're full of shit, people. Okay? Mm. There's a couple names on there I liked, but... Yeah, they, they got like the five. Yeah. Five right on the list. Not like right isn't where they should be on the list. No. Close. A few of them, and some of them don't even deserve to be on there. Gore Verbinski. He did The Lone Ranger. Because he did The Ring. The American version. No. The shitty version. Jesus. Jesus age shit. <laughs> this is why I don't look at the internet, because it just makes me angry, and I don't want to be that. Yup. Sorry, people. Let's get back to fucking goddamn hatchet. Yeah, so they bring back, um... <laughs> so they bring well, back Mrs. Fucking... Rose, did, you, did we talk about her death yet? Not yet. So, okay, so I just kind of want to get through the cast first. So they got, like... They brought back fucking, um... Uh, Perry Shen, who plays, uh... Um, Whatever, Young. Yeah. So, he's in the movie again. So, he's in four straight hatchets in a row. That's pretty great. Um, hey, those agents work hard, man. Uh, let's see. So, the, um, so they're on a plane, and... Actually, he died in the first one. He played a different character in the second one. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so basically, the whole movie really just kind of takes place on a, on a plane. Uh, but not in the air. Like, it's only in the air for a short period of time. Uh, the plane basically ends up crash landing after somebody reads Latin. And apparently that brings back Victor Krell. I'm not going to really get into why I love or hate the storyline of this movie. Um, but, you know, at least they gave a... They made it a funny reason. You know? They made it a... They gave it a little bit of a funny twist. And this whole movie... From beginning to you know, from beginning to end, has a lot of really ultra campy fucking comedy stuff, doesn't? No, oh, I, I I love how uh, Green threw himself in as the pilot and then made himself look like a beautiful corpse. And oh, I'm yeah. not sure if it was him doing the. Uh, I think so because I think he was, or it might have been um might have been the other guy, but whoever it was, whoever thought it out was fucking great. Um, uh, I do like the fact that Jonah Ray is the first or the second person in this movie to get killed. Um, actually, right after we watched that scene, I ended up tweeting him on my, I sent him a message on Twitter. I was like, "Dude, you're awesome." <laughs> the second it's, person, the girl with snot. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, no, yeah, he was the first to die. She was the second. Yeah. yeah. She got four-quartered, dude. Can't remember that yet? And then he chopped off her fucking head. I am super-duper high right now. Dying too, motherfucker. You've been smoking way longer than I have. Bro. Yeah. Smoke longer. Oh, You've been alive, son. They yeah, longer. Smoking. And that was 1964. Anyways. <laughs> Where were we? Victor Crowley. Oh, yeah. Anyways, film students doing a film. People on a plane because, well, talk shows and stupid people doing stupid stuff saying they're going to get a million dollars to go back to the Crowley place. million dollars. 
Which he wasn't offered a million dollars. They totally fucked him over on that. Yep, he was like about twenty five k or whatever. Yeah, you'd be lucky to get twenty five k. Yeah. And that's before taxes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that little girl in it when she like everybody was ripping on each other and she just started ripping on the talk show. It must be real hard to read words on a teleprompter <laughs> and talk about people who are more important than you because they've actually lived through something. I kind of like how the fucking, like, semi-slutty fucking uh, chick, she's, she, I mean, not to give it away, spoiler, but she's the one It came left. out in October, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, the, fa- <laughs> the fact that she fucking, uh, she basically lives. Like she. Was- I know, I was really expecting her to go first. First time you saw her on the screen, dude, she's like throwing her clothes off and Adam Green, you dick, you didn't show her. You didn't show anybody. You had boobs everywhere. In all of the movies. Maybe the reason why they cut the boobs out was because they didn't know, because Adam didn't want to show that dude's cock. And because it's homophobic, she didn't They could have put a fake dick out there, dude. It made, made it look it. real. Actually, I probably would have shown dick, just because it would have been funny. And, like, dude, like, who's to say that guy didn't? Yeah. And, like... Hey, put that shit away. <laughs> Fucking, I um, just, uh... I'm really disappointed in the nudity. I'm sorry to sound like, you know, everybody who bitches on the internet, but I was disappointed that there was no nudity. The movie was a little short. Really didn't end well. No, had a terrible ending. Um, Basically. He was under budget. Hey, he did a better job than I could. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Better job than I could have done. Yep. Because you probably had a higher budget. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Because, well, I don't know fucking Kane Hodder either. Um, yeah, no shit. Lucky bastard. <laughs> and uh, just a few things. Otherwise, it, it was it was still entertaining. Oh, yeah. It was... I could have gone with at least one more iconic death. Yeah. It would have been nice. But because, um, you know, you notice what, like, the second or the third one... Where they had the guy from fucking uh, Gremlins in it, and the what's her face? Yeah. Fucking. Uh, you know, if I had a uh, what's her face from Texas Two? Oh yeah, fucking um, uh, God damn it, uh, Stretch. Stretch. OLG. LG. <laughs> Anyways, and they had her. There was like oh, so Marlin. much overkill <sighs> and so much iconic overkill in that. Yeah. Like, it almost... I, th- I think he blew his wad on those first three movies. Man. Yeah, like, big time, dude. Dude, because, like... I, oh, yeah, we also got to see, right after, or, or right mid-credit roll... My girl. Your girl. Mayor Beth. I love her. Fuck I've loved up. her since I was ten years old. But don't worry, so she was, so was she. Yep, um, I was going to say, yeah... Yeah we, yeah, we loved her since she was a little yes, kid. Yes, we love you, Daniel. When we were little kids. We will always <laughs> love you, no matter what you do. Even if you have kids. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Fucking, um, yeah, it's just cool shit to see her. Even though you're 40, you still play the teenager, but, um... What, you know? Well, I, she isn't 40. Like, Halloween, last time she played a teenager was, what, Halloween 1? You know what I kind of wonder about? Okay, since, um... Since Whitney Cummings is uh, one of the showrunners for the fucking, um, or one of the main creative people involved with uh, the making of the new Roseanne series, yeah. so bringing a lot of people back, do you think they'll bring back Daniel Harris? 
The, no. shit, the shitty neighbor girl? Well, maybe she grew up too into Olivia Munn. You just want her to be Olivia Munn, don't you? I love you, Danielle, but you're... It's Olivia Munn. We're going to post this episode on a Monday. So that yes, everybody else in the audience... We'll call this one Olivia Monday for no reason. <laughs> no reason at all. <laughs> it's about acid. Monday. Oh my god, I would love to see Olivia Munn die in a hatchet movie. Oh, oh. She would be so fucking funny. Oh my god, if you could pull that shit, Adam Green, which I know you can't. You know, I'm going to write your next script, Adam. I'm basically going to be like... Alright, so here's the set. I'm going to write it on a napkin at Elmer's. So here's the setting. There's a cult that's obsessed with Victor Crowley. So they call this next movie Victor Crowley Rises. And the the cult basically goes from the city from the city or from a small town in Georgia all the way to the fucking bayou and try to raise the fucking, you know, Victor Crowley back from the dead. And they can be led by a fucking crazy minister played by Doug Bradley. Because we haven't seen Doug in any of these movies yet. You know what this movie was missing? Meaningless splatter, blood splatter against yes, the trees. Yes, that was the other thing that was totally missing. Like, I'm sorry, you made that iconic, Adam Green. Almost makes you wonder. Almost makes you. Is this an R-rated cut? Did you run cut? out of blood? I could have gotten you some. Is this the R-rated cut? You know, there's got to be more than one. Yeah, go to, uh, go to details. Yeah. So we watched this through the PSN. So it's like. That makes me wonder, if this was R-rated, that makes a lot of sense. Because the because extre- how extreme the deaths were, that probably could have got, like, a... This movie could have got, like, a fucking, like, you know, close to an NC-17 had they showed what they usually show. Uh, doesn't really say. Wow, that sucks. But just saying, um, Satanic Cult tries to bring back Victor Crowley from the dead. Doug Bradley. You can have Olivia Munn in it as a fucking news reporter. Because why not? Because um, why not? Um, of course, Daniel Harris, because, you know, Daniel Harris. Is Daniel Harris. Oh, God. Who would we want to bring in besides um, Olivia Munn? That could um, take up the side of the comedian uh, role. Well, sometimes there's actors or actresses that can surprise the hell out of you and have great comedic time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like the guy from the first movie, you know, the guy who was in uh, Grandma's Boy, I didn't expect them to be any good at all. Well, yeah, Tiffany Shepard, she was in this movie. Uh-huh. Son of a bitch. She's been in everything. Indie horror. Oh, I love how fucking Felicia Day is, just, or, or Felicia Rose, um, is just all about the Felicia fucking Felicia Day. Would love to see her in one of these. Oh yeah, no shit. She'd be another one. Yeah, the best hatchet film yet. No, it takes place mostly on the fucking smart, planet. incredibly gory. This must be an R-rated cut. If this movie is supposed to be incredibly gory, I don't get it. It makes me want to rent it again just to see. You know, run it on a different set or setup. Yeah, because pretty much they come out with unrated on all of these. Yeah, for the most part. This is, if this has been out since October, you know, it's like shit. What the fuck are we missing? 
Another movie we're going to be checking out here pretty soon when that ever gets to fucking um, VOD. Um, my friend Dahmer. Um, that should eventually come, you know, some somehow, some way, uh, make its way out. And actually, I know it's on fucking uh, Amazon. So when you look it up on Amazon, yeah, okay, so Hatchet 3 unrated. No, listen. Doesn't really give you a rating. Weird. It's gotta be just the R cut. Oh wait, no, that's the original. It's only five ninety nine to buy. Yeah. All right. Those who own the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live, patch it one, two, or one through three. Twelve ninety nine to buy, two forty nine to rent. Still. I was really into this series when it first came out. I mean, I, okay, so I first heard about um, Hatchet when I went to the very first ever uh, Texas Fear Fest. And I thought it was a great movie. Let's see how shitty this alligator looks. Hey, you ever notice with alligator horror movies, they really haven't come a long way. Yeah. Since Lake Placid? <laughs> Not really, no. I mean, they're, well, what about the movie Primeval? Eh, it was okay. I mean, the alligator in that movie is pretty crazy looking. Now, we're watching a trailer for Hatching. So, not Hatchet, but Hatching. And I guess it's supposed to feature a really big alligator? In the bayou. I don't know about this. We're basically watching this trailer and... So far, it's got a lot of, like, cheap scare stuff. Okay, come on. They're not going to show me nothing. Don't kill the dog. Oh, he kills the dog. No, the dog's like, I'm out of here. Fuck that shit. Oh! Yeah, it's not that big, but it looked pretty decent. Yeah. So I guess there's another movie uh, that's that's kind of interesting to watch, also on VOD. Um, Have you you heard of the movie um, The Shape of Water? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It's uh, by Guillermo del Toro, and it's basically his his take. Um, probably not his exact take, but it's kind of his. It almost looks like his version of the creature of, from the Black Lagoon. Laura Ortiz has been in a lot of shit. You know, she's in Hills Have Eyes. She was adorable in Hills Have Eyes. Don't you remember that? Mm-hmm. Where she played um, she played one of the fucking uh, the mutants, the one that had the. Little Red Riding Hood fucking shit going on. She was adorable with her fucking weird eye and everything. <laughs> but you look at her now, holy fuck. Yeah, she looks like the poor man's version of uh, Willa Holland from uh, Arrow. Mm. Arrow's little sister, for all of you that don't know. Good Yeah, it's good. There's a lot of fun in this movie, though. It's uh, it's good to watch. It's not the best of the it's, series. Uh, if you're a fan of the series, watch it. Yeah. If I st- you're just coming into this series, go watch the other ones. Yep. Um, all right, so rating the Hatchet movies, how would you go with them? Two, one, three, this one. Same. Yep. Same. Two's my favorite. Mm-hmm. One's got one of the most iconic deaths. 
Dude, he rips Candyman's flesh off his body. Well, fuck yeah. <laughs> After he ripped him in half. Plus the fucking... <laughs> plus the fucking fight scene with him and Ari Mahal off, dude. Oh, I know. That was so fucking dude, awesome. That was, that was like iconic, dude. That was so classic. And all the fucking crazy-ass horror directors they had in that movie. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland was in that fucking movie. It was just... No, I'm just a big fan. Of, usually, I'm a big fan of sequels like twos, except for Jason Two. It's all about Jason Six. Did you know <laughs> the girl that you know I absolutely love in that one uh, in Six? Yeah. That's the only movie she ever did. That's the only movie she ever did. God damn. We need to get her to do one of our movies. Something Cook. Jennifer Cook. Jennifer Cook. Why wasn't she in anything else? Because she probably didn't know they were doing crime shots of her. Maybe that's why she didn't do another like movie. She had fucking straight up 80s camel toe in those jeans. Oh my god. That was it's going to be a hairy turn. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad. The fucking. That's what we all thought the first time we watched it. The fucking For God's 80s. sakes, it was what, 19. 19- the fucking 80s. When did, when did that come out? 86, 88? Something like that, yeah. Fucking, I was watching Rocky Four the other day. Didn't realize that shit came out in 1985. Really? Yep. Fuck. Well, the first one came out in 77. <laughs> like, he busted out four or five, like, bam, bam. I think three was like 83 or 84. Come on, go back mm. and <laughs> like, dude, I can see Apollo Creed's balls. <laughs> fuck. And that's another question of mine. Why the fuck hasn't Carl Weathers been in one of the Expendable movies? I know. You think? Like, someone tried to argue with me the other day. Like, he's not really an action star. I was like, he was in Action Jackson. Action was in his motherfucking name. He was also in the show Street Justice. Oh shit. Yeah, he was. And he took over after what's his face on fucking in the heat of the night. Did he? Yeah, he took over oh, after. Shit. They called him Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That's fucking. Uh, and he was in fucking. He's in his most iconic scene ever. Well, one of us two. Yeah. It's when he died in Rocky IV. Yeah. Everybody says, like, well, what about the fight he had against Rocky IV? No, he didn't die. And when he was shooting, got his arm ripped off from Predator. <laughs> what happened to Gilmore? Oh, that was so great. <laughs> Wasn't he happy he was... or something? His name was Happy? No, that's... No, no. no that was that was Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Okay, who the fuck... What was his fucking character? Chubbs. That's it. But he was also missing his fucking arm. Mm-hmm. Or at least his forearm. His forearm up. Yeah, or he was missing a hand. Yeah, it was a hand. He's got his hand taken up by an alligator, which we were talking about earlier. <laughs> fucking alligators. <laughs> and, and the circle of life has completed. Exactly. With Carl Weathers. Why? Because this is the seven degrees of Carl Weathers. Carl fucking Weathers. And it's black history. Hey, see, we're not racist. We like Carl Weathers. Okay. I think there's some other ones out there too. Forrest Whitaker. 
Morgan Freeman. Um, let's see. God damn it. I can't even remember his name right now. Fuck. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, Larry Fishburne? Whatever he's going by. Yep, Larry Fishburne from fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Part three. Mm-hmm. Um. The man, the myth, John Wick. <laughs> I loved him in that role. Fucking Morpheus. Ah, Fuck I yeah. Fucking Morpheus. You can't, you can't look at him and not think that. I that's, know. That's probably been his most iconic role. You see, no matter how many movies Keanu Reeves does, even John Wick, he still, he still can't live down Ted. No shit. Ted Theodore Logan. Ugh. Every fucking well, time I see like, him. Well, did they really have to write that line in Bram Stoker's Dracula? Because, <laughs> you know, I think Bram Stoker's, I think of fucking goddamn Keanu, Keanu Reeves going, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like when he saw the vampire bitches. Yeah. And like, like, whoa. <laughs> Like, who let him say that in that movie? And who cast him? I have no idea. Francis Ford Coppola was smoking some major fucking crack. No shit. He's like, well, I'm almost dead. Keanu! I think it was one of those, you know, Keanu Reeves had to suck off Francis Ford Coppola for a role, but yet you don't hear fucking Keanu Reeves bitching about rape. (laughs) You know what I'm... You know what I'm kind of... Uh, you know what I'm kind of thinking with uh, the casting of Keanu Reeves? I think I know why. Because they casted Winola Ryder and they're like, who do we pick to be his opposite, or her opposite? Who was just as pretty as she is? Whoa. Whoa. Ted Theodore Logan. They were going to go with Johnny Depp, but he wanted too much money. <laughs> uh, he was having problems with 21 Jump Street at the time. Oh, wait, um... Yeah, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Jeez. He did yeah, this. he was trying to get out of his contract. He, he, he did that show to... forever, didn't he? He was the reason everybody watched. Yeah. You think anybody it it, 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 gave it, it, a shit about fucking Don the Del- DeLuise boys that were on there? Dude, it was all about blonde. It was all about the Owen Hart DeLuise guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's who they were in my mind, by the way. It was Owen Hart and fucking Bret Hart. Bret Hart was obviously the older one. Owen, Owen Hart was the younger one. <laughs> fucking but anyways, back blind, to Green. Long fucking 80s there. He needs to do another one. He needs better funding. He needs Doug Bradley. He's the last of the icons that hasn't been killed by Victor Crowley. Um, maybe, maybe that's why they were trying to put together the fucking Death House movie. I just wanted to be able to. I love the name of the fucking Asian guy's band in the movie Haddonfield. <laughs> I know that was great. <laughs> what was it? I think Dread Central put out this thing this week. Uh, they were they were they asked fans what we think the new um, Halloween movie should be called or what it should be called. There were a lot of people going like Cash Cow, like Halloween Cash Cow, Halloween, um, bringing back Jimmy the Curse for no reason. I actually put um, the redirection of Halloween. Um, and then, uh, God, I think the funniest, the best one I actually saw on the list, though, was a serious one, too. 
Somebody said they should just call this new movie Haddonfield. That's great. Don't even call it Halloween, just call it Haddonfield. That would work. Actually, I'm pretty behind that name. I think it's a pretty good name. Now, can we just cut Jamie Lee hair or Jamie Lee Curtis's hair for that movie? I just like her. I just like her. Well, she was just saying she's going to be Lori Stroud. They said she was Lori Strode. Really? Ah, I think that's really it. It's basically H2O again. Actually, that was another name somebody had posted H2O 2.0. H2O 2.0? And somebody had mentioned <laughs> it was actually the funniest comment I saw on the list. It was um, somebody had mentioned, hey, didn't they kill her in that? Didn't they kill her in the um, in that one Halloween with Tyra Banks? And then somebody else was like, "No, he didn't die. Or he didn't die until uh, until he went to space." And then Freddie killed him. And then somebody else was like, "That's Freddie versus Jason and Jason X. That's not even the same series." And then other people were getting all fucking butthurt about it. And then that same person kept like making funnier comments. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. He was the one on the space station trying to get his gold back. <laughs> and was trolling the shit out of him. It was so funny. <laughs> I was just trolling the fuck out of him. Okay, yeah, so we're so stop where replayed it. So we're actually watching Hatchet right now. Jonah Ray is cuddling with his girl. He's about to snot all over him. The nastiest <laughs> kids I've ever fucking seen. Oh, my oh God. God. So, so, yeah, so he's getting in the process of, like, trying to propose to her. She knows he's going to propose to her. She gets so excited. Excited, crying. Starts crying. Snot everywhere. And doesn't uh, one of her snot bubbles and shit get into her lipstick and start smearing her lipstick yeah, over her face? And, oh, oh, she Jesus. is so fucking nasty. <laughs> she kisses him and shit, and it's just like that uh, string of fucking saliva yeah, and fucking snot. It's that scene from fucking... It reminds me of that scene from uh, Not in Our Teen Movie where they're doing that whole, like, never-been-kissed scene with fucking the hottie from Crow 2 and that old lady. Oh, yeah, dude. And they fucking, they're all, like, making out. It's like, and that's what they call getting the first base. And then, um, she's all, like, radical. <laughs> Something like that. The groovy. Or, that's what that, that's what this scene reminds me of. Also, in, um, Terror Firmer. I would be honored to shoot on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that's also the grandma from Terra Firmer. Remember that? Yeah. Just fucking the snot all over her face and shit. Oh, oh that was terrible. Uh, and this just this is ha- this uh, this is the only scene of the movie that had both of us looking away and covering our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and Jonah Ray's character is like, oh, <laughs> he's got a puke in his mouth and shit. Smears the snot of her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. He can't even look at her. He but hands- I gotta say, this one had more comedy gold than the other one. Yeah, this was a lot funnier. 
The only thing that wasn't quite as funny in this movie that was funnier than um, any of the other movies, or that was almost as funny as um, Part 2. I want to say 2 is one of my favorites. Um, I mean, part one had they had the whole council of everybody going and everybody asked questions and Tony Todd having to deal with everybody. Oh, man, that was great. They were just all fucking flipping. Like, when the guy gets his head cut off and he's banging the chick in the body, he's just flapping the fuck away, dude. Yeah. Oh, that was comedy gold. Oh, dude, yeah, and the fact that Felicia Day, or Felicia Rose has the best death scene of, like, well, it was probably my favorite death scene in a while. Well, here's the thing. Number one, there will never, ever, ever be a death out, to my mind, that will beat what he did to the old, two old people. Oh, the pan around, the 360, just... That was it wasn't just It wasn't just the gore in it. It was the cinematography. It was the pan around. It was the fucking... And it was, you know, a lot of, you know, latex and blood and gore. That's what sold the whole fucking... That's what sold Fear Fest. Because they showed that scene at Fear Fest before the movie ever premiered. Everybody there was like, we, there was a standing... What the fuck did I just see? It was a standing <laughs> ovation. Everybody was clapping and cheering. And it was just like as if like we went to like a fucking Lord of the Rings movie and everybody kept doing that and we were all annoyed. We would have been just joining in. That would have been us. We would have been like, yes, this was awesome. Actually, I, I, that's what I was doing. Um, Tyler Main. Tyler Main. Three, two, one, go out. <laughs> there goes the bed. I didn't know Tyler Main died in 1964. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't Wolverine that killed him either. Okay, so. like two beheadings in a row. No, oh, that's right. Well, okay, not in a row. Oh, man, poor girl. Every limb. Every fucking limb. I don't think I would have gone directing-wise. It's, it's, like, she screamed more when he, like, grabbed her legs than when she was getting chopped up. I know. You think by the time he got to the fucking first arm... She would have already been in shock. Straight up. And yeah, she's still oddly screaming. It's weird. But just the little thing I would have done with it is I would have... Because truthfully, she passed out after the first time I chopped off. Yeah. I'd have chopped off her head first to make it more gruesome and more effective while she's passed out and I already chopped off her head to jump off her head for fun first. To make it truly overkill. Now, the other thing I really didn't really like in this movie a whole lot was um, the fact that they rebranded it. Okay, like with more with with the other classic series, like Freddy, Jason, Chucky, they waited until like what third, fourth, fifth movie in for for Chucky, but like towards the end of the series for the other ones. Like, the supposed last Friday the 13th movie was just Jason Goes to Hell. And then when they decided, well, we gotta keep making them, then they just kept calling them Jason movies. Um, until the remake. Well, there was New Nightmare. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was the other one, too, was that, like, um, yeah, Freddy was dead. 
and New Nightmare. It was kind of like just the general shift rebranding. And every movie since Child's Play. Yeah, well, when Freddy's Dead came out, it wasn't just called Freddy's Dead. It was called Nightmare on Elm Street Part 6, Freddy's Dead. Oh, it's just Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Really? Yeah, that's all it was called. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first to do it, and then Jason Goes to Hell came out. Really weird. Uh, uh, Jason X. And Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> Just closing that series up. <laughs> We're gonna bookend it with these two guys. Um... We're gonna drag it out like this podcast. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna edit so much out. Oh my god. Some of this episode is really terrible, by the way. Sabrina! Which is actually pretty hot. So, the chick that plays Sabrina on the Sabrina show. I don't like her blonde wig, she looks way better without it. Look at the fucking body on that girl. She is curvy. <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention the death. There was a two-in-one with a girl that drowned with that was pregnant. Oh, yeah. It was a twofer. It was a twofer. It was a twofer. <laughs> but, yeah, Felicia Felicia Rose's death, though. Grabbing herself. I didn't realize I saw her die in a gift. Yeah. Like a week ago. Yeah, basically. I shared that shit. I was like, kink, yeah, share. Well, while she was holding a cell phone, Victor cuts off her hand, or her arm, for her forearm. Does he, he rip it off? Yeah, like, yeah, he, oh yeah, he rips it off. So he basically rips off her arm, shoves it up her pussy, and through her mouth. Sorry. Her vajuju. Through her move move. Yep. Her Staten Island move move. Woo woo woo. Alright, so. I wish I could have edited it. M A B A F U. I'm gonna, I'll fucking do it. Alright, so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking dub that in. I just have to fucking pull that file off YouTube and boom, it's on there. <laughs> boom, it's on I'm there. I'm gonna cut all this part out right here so you'll never know what happened. Alright, people, we are out of here. Um, follow us on the internet. Most definitely on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Is it Google or Lugal? Google. Oh, wait, wait, that was whatever. Hot tub time machine. Sorry, people. Lugal. <laughs> That's right. Lugal. <laughs> but most importantly, RottenCorpsRadio.com, where you can find everything Rotten Corpse Radio, including all of our films, our whole podcast fucking archive. Everything is there. Eventually... Well, actually, a link to our uh, our merchandise, our small merchandise line. We're still working on some new shirts. We're trying to think of something super offensive that they'll let us print. Oh no shit! And long live Victor Crowley. <laughs>